This episode is brought to you by our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Which means this episode is brought to us by you. Right? That's how not, it works. No, not me. No, no, the fan. Right, yeah. The yes. listener. We're talking when I say you, I mean the listeners. Yes, the the figurative you, right? But, but nobody else is in here with us as we record this. Who I'm are you lo- talking I'm, about? I'm looking at the computer when I say it. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Alright. So just go to GameZilla Media on Patreon.com. There you'll be able to choose your patronage level and get different access to the shows. So you can get early access to the GameZilla Alpha. Exclusive content for The Legend of Retro and Noobs and Dragons. Noobs and Dragons? The show with that handsome devil, Craig WK? Well, almost all of those words are right. Yeah. And if you go on there and sign up, you can also get access to a private Discord channel in our Discord group. Basically, the more dollars you give us, the more things we can give you. Exactly. So go to patreon.com slash media and become a patron today. Do it. Yeah. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is The Legend of Retro. Welcome to this week's Legend of Retro podcast. This is the lovely, the sultry, the handsome chaps. And Craig WK. That's right. Just Craig WK. I don't need to brag. Well, well, I do. I don't have much going on in my life. (laughs) Anyways, so (laughs) this week we're bringing to you a classic. Uh, I don't know. I call every game a classic, don't I? I don't know. I feel like I do. Anyways. You know, I think you do, actually. I probably (laughs) do. Wow. I tells you how much I pay attention to things. Anyways, I love this game. It's a classic in my book for the Sega Genesis, also for the Super Nintendo, but I played it in the Sega. Uh, It's, uh, well, I already forgot the name of it. What's the word? Maximum. Maximum Carnage. Spider-Man Maximum Carnage. Spider-Man Maximum Carnage. (laughs) I... I have a lot of fond memories of this game. And kind of like you, I played it more on the Sega Genesis when I was growing up. Yep. Which we'll get into uh, uh, some, you know, uh, information on that, of course. But uh, Maximum Carnage was released on both the Super Nintendo and the Genesis on September 16th, 1994. It's a side-scrolling beat-em-up that stars both Spider-Man and his rival Venom as they work together to take down the insane Carnage. Yes, and his team is a lot of... There's a, there's a lot of villains and heroes in this game. It includes Doppelganger, Shriek, Demogoblin, and Carrion. And the list of heroes yes. in this game is ridiculous. It's great. I love it. It has, on top of Spider-Man, Captain America, Black Cat, Iron Fist, Cloak, Dagger, Deathlock, Morbius, and Firestar. Now, of those... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight characters. Those mm-hmm. extra characters. Which one do you think would be my favorite in that list? Oh, your favorite? My favorite. We're going to guess each other's favorite. All right. List. All right. I'm going to guess. And just so people know, these are like supporting characters. They don't even do much other than just come in, do an attack, and like get out. Yeah, pretty much. I, I'm going to guess that your favorite hero out of all of them. <sighs> I want to throw out like something really weird because I, I feel like that's what you're baiting me into. Yeah. But I'm going to say Iron Fist. Nope. You're wrong. Who, who's your Morbius, favorite? Morbius. The no living way. vampire. The stupid vampire? Stupid vampire. Well, how could you say that? He's Morbius is great. Sci-fi AJ would be very upset with you right now. All right. We've got a thing going All on right. with Morbius and us. All right. All right. So you're... I, I apologize. He's not stupid. 
it, it's a little weird that there's vampires in the Marvel universe. You gotta give me that. Blade. Blade is dope. Blade's cool. Yeah. Why would that be weird? It, it's just I feel like He's the Daywalker. It, it's just weird to me. And, and 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 this is a bias that Dracula exists in Marvel. Yeah. It's just a little weird okay, to me. Okay, whatever. Now, vampires in general, okay, that's cool. But like the fact that Dracula is like a He's not like a, a main character. thing though of But the... he's around. All right, whatever. He does things. He fights the heroes from time to time. That's a little weird to me. Your favorite of these has got to be Cloak and Dagger. No. No? No. I I, I I don't mind Cloak and Dagger, uh, who are separate characters. You're kind of cheating by throwing out two of them. Well, no, no. They're the same. They're a, they're a duo. They're a duo, but I mean, it's their two separate heroes. Yeah, but Cloak and Dagger. Yeah, but they're always said together. They're Cloak and Dagger. Well, always they're one, to, always one together thing. until... <laughs> don't, even, don't even spoil <laughs> things in there, please. Uh, I, I think that my favorite... Favorite of the the heroes out of there, it might be Captain America. Ugh, you would say. That. I, I just I do like Captain America you quite a leave. bit. I also like Iron Fist though. I, I think Iron Fist is pretty cool. Yeah, but he's no Morbius. Um, you're you're not wrong. He is no Morbius. Now for our uh, uh, listeners who are a little unfamiliar with the comic scene, this game is based pretty heavy on the Marvel Universe. Yes. It's based specifically upon a comic series by the same name, the mm-hmm. Maximum Carnage series, uh, that was like a, a, a bunch of different comics were running this series in them, which we'll get to in a bit. But uh, basically, a piece of the symbiote uh, symbiote symbiote uh, that, symbiote symbiote thank you uh, that was once worn by spider-man which he got from space that's a whole other adventure it's this living yes, the, the black suit spider-man uh, spawned off this symbiote yeah. after he lost it yeah it, it's basically this like living organism that like was helping him be a hero and he yep. realized that it was like making him go kind of like n- not full-on crazy but like he was getting he was like dangerous yeah like uh lives like he had less care about life like your well-being and so this piece of the symbiote uh which escaped from spider-man when he like got rid of it took over uh peter parker's rival eddie brock yep uh and uh so he found a uh so but a a piece of that symbiote eventually was like ripped away from venom Mm -hmm. uh who you know brock uh, uh eddie brock became and it went to the serial killer cletus cassidy yes that's a great name it's and it's the alliteration in that cletus cassidy it's so satisfying to mm-hmm. say, but so menacing. It and is. All the same. Yeah. Uh, so Cletus Cassidy escapes from jail with the help of the, uh, uh, not only the symbiote, but also the supervillain Shriek. Yes. And then they go on like a murder spree throughout New York. Yes. This, tar- this part of the comic series was super dark. It was real dark. Lots of murder. Lots a of murder. A ton. It was really, really messed up. It was one of my, so I read this young, younger, not when it came out, mm. but because my brother had had them all he had oh. all of the comics individually so i got to read it and i read this in separation anxiety and i read a few of those Ooh. things with it and uh i just remember it so like i'm like this is spider-man like this is dark this is like what you would read in a punisher comic well you gotta think i mean like when when eddie brock got the symbiote and became venom yeah. he just really hated spider-man right like he committed crimes but like he really hated spider-man and that's like where his like you know frustrations and anger went to 
the symbiote that went on to Cletus Cassidy, he's just a maniac. He's he a was serial just a killer. He was doing it all for fun. Oh yeah, he was completely insane. And he honestly, Carnage makes one of the 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 more interesting Spider-Man villains because of the fact that he's like this sort of like natural born killer, just this real rotten guy who just gains this ultimate power and just goes even more mad. Yeah, I, I equate him to the Joker of the Marvel universe, but even kind so of, much yeah. more like maniacal and, and insane like the joker at least had a uh, a shtick you know mm-hmm. he he stuck to tormenting batman yep in a off-putting yet dark way mm-hmm. this is just murder for murder's fun oh yeah yeah pretty much yeah. like the, the joker killed people for sure but like i mean carnage it was like that was what he was about yes. just murdering people it was just real real creepy now uh, i did want to touch base on the kind of the ridiculousness of the oh the, the plot well no not even necessarily the plot which will we can chat about as well the comics themselves spanned across five different comic series in 1993 Ooh, let me see if I, for spider-man yep okay let me see if i can name them okay go You've for got, it uh, amazing spider-man Amazing Spider-Man You've got, is on the list. Uh, Web of Spider-Man. On the list. You've got Spider-Man. On the list. Um, you've got, oh, Spectacular Spider-Man. Boom. And one more, right? One more. Um, oh, gosh. This one's going to be tough. I feel like it wasn't a Spider-Man comic. It was like a news one. Um, I want to say something to do with like... Uh, the bugle or i will say it's a spider-man series it is a spider-man you're one? looking for one more spider-man is it scarlet series. spider spider-man unlimited spider-man unlimited okay never mind spider-man unlimited uh yeah five different spider-man comic series yeah spanned across uh <clears throat> you know uh, all those comics in 1993 i think it was like roughly like it filled up like i don't know 10 to 15 issues of comics or something, something like, like that. that yeah something in that range i i don't remember exactly uh but i uh, but no, yeah, it was uh, uh, it was a pretty big deal that this game came out was like based on this like you know comic series it, because that was a huge event in in back in our like childhood when it came to comics. Well, yeah, they they went a little bit darker in this time frame, and oh, yeah. uh, also this being so strictly in line with the comics, it actually made the game have the very first teen rating of a Spider Man game. Oh. for the SNES uh, or sorry for the uh, for the Genesis version and then for the SNES it was K through A oh okay kids to adults or whatever yeah, kids to adults oh. so um, it was really weird that the Genesis version had this teen rating to it did it have um, like maybe some blood that the Super Nintendo did I, th- I think it, either that or may have been the fact that I can't remember if there's murder and like mentioned in it Maybe one of the like the are, comic cutscenes or something. Because there's cutscenes, yes, there's cutscenes directly taken from the comics. So and it looks great. So I, I think that may be a, a big reason why. Maybe it shows but, like a little bit more of a graphic scene in the second Genesis version. Right. Yeah. And and so like the the popularity of Spider Man. So this is '94. I don't know if we have the Amazing Spider Man cartoon show yet. Uh, if it wasn't out at that time, it would have been coming. Yeah. yeah, take a look because it, it would have been out a little after that if it wasn't out at that time because Spider-Man was getting real popular. Uh, and I mean, Spider-Man's always been a popular character. You know, he, he's real big up there uh, in the Marvel Universe. But I... Uh, 
Yeah, the uh, oh yeah, Spider Man the, uh, the animated series came out November nineteenth of nineteen ninety four. Oh. So just after this game was released, so um, this is the perfect time oh, for yeah. this game to come out. Really. It really was. Spider Man fever was huge. I had like a bunch of Spider Man toys, oh pillows, blankets, whatever uh, you yeah. need. Spider Man was real big, and I really, really liked Spider Man. I really got into like the cartoon. I had uh, uh, not only a ton of comics, but I had like the Spider Man card series. The, yes, the uh, Flare Ultra and the the fl- just Flare cards. But then there was also another set of cards out there. I think Flare uh, uh, Flare Ultra cards are mm-hmm. the ones I had. I had a, almost a complete set of the Spider Man cards. It was it was pretty impressive. I thought. So for the 1993 set, my brother and I managed to collect all. Almost every single card of the whole set. Uh-huh. And we have... So in this set, and the 1993 was different from the 1994, I think. Uh, do you, did yours make a full picture? It, it might have. I haven't looked at those cards in so many years. So there were sets of cards that made a... Th- uh, was it a, f- a th- was it like four oh, by five? It was like It was like a full like binder sheet size worth image. I don't think that was the series I had. I okay. must have had the other year. So the 93 series did that, and what it did is each card, depending on what it was, had a specific theme to it. Mm-hmm. So there was a Spider-Man Abilities um, one where it had, like, Spider-Sense, and it showed Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and it showed, like, the lines out from him. But you could see, like, there were, like, octopus, octopus arms. You're like, oh, what's this? And then you got another card, and it was like, oh, spider speed. And then you look, and it's him dodging octopus. And you put these cards next to each other, and it made a whole battle scene, but it was a different Spider-Man doing each one of those things, moving around. That's awesome. And then they had ones for the Sinister Six. They had, um, they had a whole bunch of them. And they came out in the individual cards, but then you could also buy full-size sheets of all the cards in one card stock printed out you know, so you could see what they look like i think i had the full card sheet from for the sinister six okay of that series sandman yeah. on it i think so yeah yes. uh, electro An electro i think mysterio, mysterio. Yep. yeah mysterio that set was awesome and that's pretty great and in that set also they had um these hollow ones they called which were like 3d the shiny ones the shiny right? ones yeah, they yeah. were 3d and they turned them they were mostly mm-hmm. red and green uh but like it looked mm-hmm. like they had depth to them yeah yeah um I loved all those cards. Like I looked on, I literally like a few weeks ago looked on eBay to see if I could buy sealed pa- sealed uh-huh. packs of these cards, and they still had them on eBay. I could buy a box's worth for like fifty bucks, and I'm half tempted to do it. <laughs> oh man, that would be really fun. Wouldn't it be fun to open these packs up and oh, just that like would be really fun relive that moment until you get all the like the same card and you're just like i don't oh my care God. well they had the they had the normal ones and then they had the the mega ones which came with like an extra chance to get a special card oh. um but yeah i i could talk about these cards all day oh, but they were so much fun to collect because they had history on the back of them too you turn them over and it had like maybe the first appearance of whatever that thing was a little brief description like about Gox's it first appearance yeah. and stuff all that it was cool. like and then there was older ones that came out the year before that the mm-hmm. very first set that looked like uh newspapers from the bugle <laughs> Uh, on, the, on the front of the card. I might have had some of those, uh, some from that set, because that sounds really familiar. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. So, so Spider-Man fever is crazy in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Toys. I had all the different toys. The super opposable Spider-Man toy, I remember, it had like 30 points of articulation. Like his, I think I had that one, too. His ankles moved <laughs> independently oh, yeah. of his shin. That was so weird. His fingers, I think, moved. I had like the steel suit Spider-Man oh, or diamond I suit. Oh, I had whatever. that. Yeah, that was um, cool. The, I, my favorite was the black suit one because his chest opened up and uh, in it was like a rolled up clear plastic rectangle sheet that would pull out and it mm-hmm. was clear with spider webs on it because in the comic he could like shoot a web out from his chest. Oh. Um, and then I had the Venom one where you squeeze his legs and his mouth open. I had that one too. <laughs> I I had a ton of the villains. I had oh, yeah. like you Vulture. know Hobgoblin, Vulture, Doc Ock, Craven, Shocker, where he shot the bolts out oh, of his yeah, arms. Oh yeah, Shocker. Gosh, so cool. I uh, yeah, the Spider Man was just ridiculous during that time frame. It was really really crazy how popular he was, <sighs> and uh, I I I really really loved Spider Man. And and it's funny because like as years have passed, like I you know I, I feel like I've sort of not like it's not like I'm like oh Spider Man's stupid now, but like I've kind of fallen out of Spider Man, and I think it might have to do with like the movies, the fact that like while a lot of the other Marvel movies are kind of evolving with mm-hmm. us, Spider Man didn't really do that in the movies he didn't but i will tell you that recently i guess in the last oh not recently that feels so old now uh when i started collecting more recently which was like f- maybe eight years ago uh, i know more recently i, have, more I haven't, recent. haven't been collecting for a while uh-huh. but there was a string of comics near the civil war time uh, oh, yeah. and um a little bit after that into um uh, Spider-Man, where they they were um, like they felt like the '90s again. Oh, that's There's, pretty cool. And uh, my brother and I collected those too. We we still have those, but uh, it, it it did dull a little bit, and mm-hmm. mostly because I don't really like him as an actor. But Tobey Maguire was not my choice for Spider-Man. Yeah, a lot um, of people had an issue with Sam him. Raimi as a director was awesome, and I think he did some really cool stuff for mm-hmm. it. But I mean, of the Spider-Man movies that are out right now, this still ranks in my top of them. Uh, but it. It yeah during that time after the these this this high of Spider Man in the nineties and you get amazing Spider or you get the Spider Man movie yeah. in like two thousand something uh, early two thousand I think they've rebooted Spider Man um, a bunch now it it kind of just got saturated you get the amazing Spider Man games for the PlayStation yeah. like all the sixty four I, I wish it would have just stayed in this era I I but, you know I, things change I feel like a, a big problem with like Spider Man especially in the comics is I feel like there are some real not so good writers that are just yeah. like I'm just gonna throw in a real quippy one liner and that's Spider Man like he that's his thing he yes. just he's real funny yeah. and like I feel like just people don't really know how to write for Spider Man a lot of the times he's a unique character because he's one of the most like emotional or at least most uh, I would say uh, chivalrous of them like like he mm-hmm. sticks to his morals he sticks to what's happened to him yeah. that drives him the most and constantly is in struggle with his life balancing that and being Spider-Man yeah no absolutely I, I, I feel like when writers get it right Spider-Man is some of the He's best amazing. comics out yeah. there you know but but a lot of the times they don't get yeah. it right so uh, yeah go ahead well, I was just going to say, I, maybe we should be talking about the yeah, game. Yeah, I was going to get back to the game. Um, so I kind of want to go over the plot of, of it, rule and, and the kind of a little bit of a detail. So, because uh, this is a messed up plot. It's pretty messed up. For the up. game. So, uh, Cletus Cassidy, mm-hmm. uh, 
the alien symbiote was believed to be destroyed that yeah. was bonded to him uh, as he was captured, and he got jailed in Ravencroft Asylum. Uh-huh, yeah. And um, But what actually happened was the symbiote mutated his blood. Hence why he's red. Prior to it being destroyed. Well, it was red beforehand, but, th- oh, okay. but he literally generates a copy of the symbiote from his blood. It's which so makes creepy. it even even worse. And he calls himself Carnage, breaks out and teams up with Shriek, and then goes on a, a killing spree in New York. He recruits Doppelganger, Demogoblin, Carrion, and then he... It gets really weird. He calls himself the father of them all, but they all hate him. Oh, yeah, they all despise him. The only reason they're with him is because they like Shriek. They, they like Shriek, and he's crazy. I mean, I would not go against Carnage if I were any of them either. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you don't want to be chopped into little pieces. Right, and so Spider-Man and Venom team up. Venom wants to kill him, but Spider-Man can't because he's Spider-Man. Yeah, he doesn't want to kill him, um, yeah. wants so, to bring him in. So, you know, you should... It, it was, it, I wrote in my notes it's a 14-part series, so you're really close. Oh, 14. Um, I was, yeah, I was, I was almost there. And uh, really... To get the full effect of the game, you need to read the comic series. Oh, I think so. Um, yeah. Because it 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 doesn't do it justice. Uh, it's not bad. It gives you the outline, bad. but yeah, it's not it's the not full bad. series by any means. Um, and the toys that we talked about were released by Toy Biz, which at the oh, time yeah. too were just making bank on all sorts of th- um, franchise well, toys. They did and X Men. They, they did Spider Man. They had the rights to all the Marvel stuff. All that stuff. So. Um, this game is by far one of my favorites. Um, did you know, though, uh-huh. along with the comic, along with the game, mm-hmm. that Universal Orlando's Island of Adventure did a Maximum Carnage scare zone theme? You know. Did you look this up? I actually did look into this you because did? it was so interesting it to me. It seems so awesome. It was it, and and chops can uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was like based on Maximum Carnage, yes. and it was as if the heroes had like all died. It, it so it was made if that uh, the streets were decorated with fallen superheroes <laughs> that were killed by Carnage, and the streets were taken over by gangs. So That's like terrifying. Like, there's like yeah, you're looking around. There's spots where you maybe you see Cap Shield or you see Thor's hammer or you see like Hulk stuff. Like and then it's just thugs and gang members flooding the streets. And this is their Holiday Nights twelve, uh, or Horror Nights twelve. Sorry. Um, and like I I I hate that I grew, was born when I was born because I would have if I had if I was an adult I would have immediately gone to this. So here's the the really weird thing to me, and you mentioned it was like the Horror Nights 12 or yeah. whatever. That doesn't mean a ton. No. But do you know what year that was? Uh, no. 2002. Nine years. Nine years later? After Maximum Carnage came out. Yeah. They did this. Is that not... I thought that that was about the weirdest thing well i don't know because the spider-man movies are really popular around them it was the same year the first spider-man movie with toby mcguire came out yeah yeah. and i realized they did that because they were banking on the popularity but it's just so weird to me that nine years after maximum carnage came out is when they were like okay now's the time to strike strike while the iron's hot and i wish i would have known that in high school i would have gone dude it would have been cool that would have been so awesome it would have been pretty great now oh it's so cool we, we've talked about the comics. We've talked about this like horror night thing. We've talked about a ton of ridiculous stuff. The gameplay. 
It's, it's a, I, like I don't even really want to mention, it, but it's just a beat em up. It's just a beat em up. It's, it's just, a just a beat em up. It is a pretty standard par for the course beat em up. Yeah. The, <laughs> there are some fun stuff you can do in the game. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Well, I mean, you get like Spider Man's power, so you can like shoot web, shoot webs, jump high, jump high, dive swing. across the screen with a web. Yeah. Uh, Venom can use the symbiote, uh, symbiote almost like Spider-Man can use his web by like grabbing right. people, bringing them to him. There, you know, you can put up like a web shield. Yep. It's uh, it, it's it's a pretty standard beat em up. But there are some sections of the game where like you climb walls, you climb buildings, buildings yeah. and stuff. Yeah, 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 like almost like it's. How would you even it's describe a, it becomes that a, angle? a top down oh platformer oh it's but it's uh it's almost like you're looking right at Spider-Man's back as he climbs up yeah, the yeah, wall yeah and then you like can swing to the other building mm-hmm. and uh it was kind of unique like oh, yeah. cuz it and it took a concept of the character and really defined it in the game yeah. um you know you don't get that in Double Dragon you don't no. get that in Streets of uh Streets of Rage Streets of Rage Final Fight um, yeah none of those cuz they're just be they're just beat them up thug guys but this is Spider-Man so well, he's yeah, got I a mean, more flair to him mike mike hagar you know from final fight it yeah. isn't often he's shooting web and climbing buildings. no not at all not often yeah it's uh i uh, it, it's a pretty standard beat up with some fun little you know uh spider-man mechanics yeah and like and that's and, that's the game and really the the main reason why i think it's mostly enjoyable is because of the comic series mm-hmm. it's it's not the gameplay the gameplay is is like you said average it's it's good it's it fun. Does, it's not glitchy no nope. it's a beat em up so you have your inconsistencies of of depth of where your character is when you're mm-hmm. punching yeah, but like yeah. you're gonna get there with any beat em up um so it's it, it, the music is really good in it. We'll get to that in a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, the music's pretty but solid. Other than that, it's it's really just the fact that they captured this awesome plot of a really popular time of Spider-Man mm-hmm. and then just did like I, I don't know if they could have done a better job with this game of that plot. No, I, I think you're right. I, I don't know if they could have really done much better with with a, like this beat 'em up style thing. And and you're I mean the, another good point is this is a game based on I and I could be wrong, but I think this is about the most popular Spider-Man saga Probably. of all time. I can't think of another one that's more popular. I mean, or or bigger. I mean, just or prior to it was the black suit, that that black suit series where he gets it and he goes through that stuff to get Venom. When you have Venom, uh, Venom becomes mm-hmm. you know main character. Yeah, um, I, that's I mean, the next. I would say that whole like it's hard to pick out which one's the best out of those uh-huh. because that whole length of what is that? It's probably two years almost. Worth of comics, maybe a year and a half. Yeah, is just amazing. Here's the thing, though. Well, now, the clone, the clone Spider-Man saga is actually pretty good too. I didn't really wasn't a big fan no? of the clone stuff. Uh, yeah, I wasn't as big of a fan of that. That that's honestly when I started to kind of fall out really? of Spider-Man it was okay. like the Ben Riley, yes. uh, Scarlet, Scarlet Spider stuff. I was like, oh, what is this? Oh, uh, but I, but here's the thing. You might have a hard time picking out the best of that like comic series. You know mm-hmm. that saga. But what's the most popular? It is, Maximum yeah, Carnage. It is, you yeah. know that is the most popular. Whether it's the best or not is is up for for right. you know debate. Yeah. But uh, you got to admit it's got to be about the most popular Spider-Man yeah, saga. It was such a dark turn, and this game is a perfect companion for it. Mm-hmm. And and like I dream of like the day to like see more of these kind of games come out of these awesome plot lines like you had yeah in our time we've had like x-men legends which is really cool oh yeah, yeah. um but i haven't seen a, a a snippet of such a focused 
storyline for a comic based video game than this. Yeah, so many, you know, like comic based mo- or uh, uh, video games are now based on the movies that are coming yeah. out and they're not really true to the comics necessarily and I get that they're trying to pitch the different. movie yeah. you know yeah I understand but like so often you're you're not getting like you know a good interpretation of a comic you know in a video game want to know what's kind of weird though one of the last ones that pop in my head Scott Pilgrim versus the world which is another beat you one. know it's a great one too yeah and 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 again with that the music is is probably the best part about that game. In my <laughs> it opinion. probably is the the um, music by Anamanaguchi is amazing. But it's a retro game. It's it's a retro Very theme. Retro, yeah. So like that that I think plays in a big part of it is mm-hmm. that when you reduce it to making it a solid game, music and story, it doesn't matter if it looks pretty or not. Like just make it good. Just make it play well. Make it make the story. Gameplay is more important than the graphics. Yeah. You know that's that's the bottom line. And don't get me wrong, you want your game to look pretty. Right. You don't want it to look ugly. But gameplay is way more important. Absolutely. Uh, now, I, I do want to uh, jump into the music here. Are you ready uh, yeah. for the music? Do we, do we want to go into the music songs, or do we want to go into the history of, of some music? Well, let's go ahead and chat a bit about the music. Okay. So the All music right. was composed by the band Green Jello. <laughs> it uses their song Carnage Rules for the opening of this game. Yes. Now, we had mentioned the differences in the two games. Now, the real difference lies in the music. The Genesis version's okay. The music's all right. The Super Nintendo version, which has the better sound chip, they really made good use of it. That's yes. the, the music we're going to be listening to today. Uh, now, uh, uh, let's go ahead and listen to the intro, uh, the Maximum Carnage intro, which is essentially Carnage Rules. Listen, all you fools. Don't you know that Carnage rules? Told you once. I ain't going to tell you twice. I don't remember the rest of the words. I don't remember either. <laughs> it's so good. It's so evil. It's pretty, yeah, it's very fitting. In fact, the, the song itself, if you look up the, the actual song Carnage Rules by right. Jello, it is an homage to Carnage. It is, yeah. It's, it's great. It's so good. It's so good. And the band. Do we want to get into the band now or no? You know what? Uh, we're the 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 band did the music. We did the the main song here. Uh, let's you know go ahead and uh, chat about uh, Green oh, Jello. God. All right. So Green Jello. I've always really liked Green Jello. They're so weird, and I love it. Um. So, like you said, it's American rock group, uh, and <laughs> they were originally called Green Jello. 
Uh, but then they had to change their name to Green Jelly, but they still pronounced it Green Jello. Yup. Which, because that's just who they are. Because Kraft Foods yep. put legal pressure on them uh-huh. because Jello is a trademark of theirs. It is. Even though it wasn't spelled the same way, it was J E L L O, whereas Kraft is J E L L hyphen O. Mm-hmm. I would I would debate that till the end of the time. Well, that's why it was legal pressure and not a lawsuit. I, I know. <laughs> um, but it's hilarious that like this, they got to a point where Kraft pressured them, and they had to change their name. Yep. But they still called themselves Green Jello. Even oh yeah, Green Jelly. It's a it's a Y with little umlauts yes. over it, and they pronounce it Green Jello still. And what's funny is, you know, if you looked them up, it's weird. But the band is known for there's and this is a word I'm taking right off the in, in, internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, sophomoric humor. I don't know what that means, but I I know what it means. You know what I mean? Like, it, uh, one of those things. Uh, theatrical performance is an intentionally crude musicianship. Yep. They in 1988, and this is the reason why they're so unique is that they met the band Guar. <laughs> Here we go. And I won't get into details because I cannot on the show. Oh. Um, you can look up Guar on your own time. And if you're a child, you may never look it up. Um, you're not allowed to. They built a friendship over them. And basically, Guar is a monster kind of rock band. Mm-hmm. And they wear costumes. and Real green, over the top stuff. Green Jello became friends with them. And then they ended up using costumes and props in their shows. Yep. And... It's just funny to think of this band that they had like a bunch of other stuff happen to them in between mm-hmm. the, all this, but like they they had this hit on this Sega game, I guess you could say, and then they <laughs> have gone through a lawsuit with Kraft. Almost <laughs> they they met the Panguar and became this weird monstery costumey performing group, and and like they still perform to this day. It's had multiple, many different band members. Um, they're so weird. They uh, uh, kind of got some popularity, I think, in the late 80s uh, with songs like uh, uh, The Three Little Pigs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They based their songs on like a lot of innocent sounding things. Like The Bear Went Over the Mountain. Yeah. Uh, and like these claymation short, like shorts for their music videos are real goofy and like real crude, more crudely like animated, I right. mean, than like crude is in a vulgar way, though they're fairly vulgar. Yes. And uh, uh, it, it's it's so fun. I definitely recommend giving Green Jello a listen on YouTube. Just some of their hits, like some of the bigger ones, like Car- Carnage Rules, uh, uh, you know, the the Three Little Pigs, uh, the you know Bear Went Over the Mountain. Yeah. And uh, uh, they're just like super over the top about everything. I, I really, really like this band. Yeah, and they did the whole soundtrack to this game. I believe so, the yeah. The whole soundtrack. Yeah, they did the soundtrack. Uh, which there's not many bands that I think out there that do hold soundtracks to video games that aren't like like Anamanaguchi um, is like the perfect fit for them. I, I, and oh, for like a Scott, for the Scott, Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim game? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know of many bands that, that did full soundtracks for video games. Michael Jackson and Moonwalker? <laughs> yeah, well, that's his game. All right, yeah, fair but enough. Like, uh, but yeah, yeah you know as far I mean? as like them doing a soundtrack for someone else. Yes. Yeah, that's not as often. Normally, if if a musician is like making music for a game, it's because like they're front and center in There's the game. There's something that they're incorporated in in the game. Yeah, yeah. I... Yeah. Uh, now, we have a few more songs here uh, to play. Now, uh, what do we got next here, uh, uh, Chops? 
Next up, we have the song uh, Heroic Assault. Let's go ahead and give Heroic Assault a listen. Sound familiar, aside from the game. It uh, reminds me of Mega Man X a little bit. I can kind of hear that. You want to know what it's identical to? Oh, God. Legitimately identical? Is this good or bad? Black Sabbath's The Mob Rules. Really? Yup. They just copied Black Sabbath. No one said anything or done anything about it? I don't know if it was something where they got like Black Sabbath's permission. I don't know. I And I, I didn't do enough research to see if it was something where like Black Sabbath is like credited or like a special thank you is uh, sent to them or anything in the game. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's The Mob Rules by Black Sabbath. Wow. I, I listened to them back to back. And uh, sometimes this song uh, uh, is also known as like super villains. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so if you're looking on YouTube for this, you know, it might be known as that. Uh, but uh, you you had another song you wanted to uh, give, uh, have us uh, give a listen to, correct? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know the name of it. I just liked it. And then I looked up the name and it's just it's Chasing Insanity. So it could it got to <laughs> involve carnage somehow. It kind of just says what it is right oh, there. Yeah. So we'll play it for you. It's a really cool song. It is really cool, and it it just breaks down differently. It's it, I don't want to say it's insane, but it's got a lot of different things going on in it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the soundtrack to this game is solid. It's really good, and it's it's it stinks because you, really to get the full impact of the soundtrack, you should just list just listen to the soundtrack. I don't think I got as much enjoyment out of it playing the game as I did just listening. And you know, it might also have to do with the fact that we played the Sega Genesis version. Yeah. And I mean, if someone knows how to get the right sound out of that sound chip, it's great. 
But if you don't know what you're doing with the Sega Genesis, then it comes out like garbage. And honestly, the Sega Genesis version is not that great. No, it's not. It's the soundtrack's you know still pretty good, but it's just they they I, I don't think Green Jello knew what they were doing on the Sega Genesis. Or maybe it may even be a thing where, and I don't I don't know how much of the stuff there is available out there and information wise, mm-hmm. but uh, they may have just wrote the music and then, and then someone put the someone game. put it into the, the you know whatever MIDI stuff. Or yeah, like that. no, that could very well be. Now, uh, I I did also want to make sure to note that uh, I I give the company LJN a pretty hard time. Yes, you do. I ironically have a shirt of theirs uh, that uh, <laughs> uh, has their symbol on it just because I like to be able to have, like, when people are like, oh, what's that, LJN? What's that? Uh, oh, it's a really crappy video game company. Uh, they were, like, the worst publisher ever. But this is an LJN game. Yes, it is. This might be one of the very few good LJN games. Can you name two other ones or no? I don't know if I can. No, uh, I I think uh, I would imagine that uh, uh, Separation Anxiety That's is a uh, an LJN game. Um, I, I'm sure there must be at least one or two other good ones. It but is not an LJN game. Oh, it wasn't published by LJN. It is Software Creations. Well, I'll be danged. No, that's the publisher, right? That's the developer. Well, the LJN is never the developer. No, publisher's a claim. Oh, wow. Yeah, never mind then. Uh, well, I'll be danged. Yeah, Maximum Carnage, though, is LJN. And I, I, at least I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm crazy now. Maybe, but, you're, uh, maybe, you're, maybe you're crazy. I'll look it up for yeah, you. Uh, please look. Because if, if you can correct me on the show right now, better that I don't have people yelling at me later. Uh, but, uh, but do double check. Cause, only I had someone like you at the time when I was recording episodes and I got things wrong. Xander. <laughs> Set me up for failure, you jerk. It's uh, funny. I, uh, but I, uh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, chops, check that out. Uh, uh, you know, until I get corrected. Uh, yeah, LJN is is real notorious for like real, real crappy games. They have their name slapped on a whole bunch of stuff. It's not good. But sure enough, Maximum Carnage is solid. So, for the SNES version, uh huh. It was LJN. But not the Sega Genesis? Sega Genesis is a claim. Well, I'll be danged. Weird. Isn't that weird? That is weird. I don't know why they would do that. I I don't know. Maybe it's... I, I don't know. That's really strange. You know, I don't know if this is the case, but I've heard of uh, uh, video game, like like the rules back then, maybe not even in this era, but at least like in the Nintendo era, was that like the, uh, publishers could only put out a certain amount of games in a year to like try to make sure that they were getting quality out. Feasibly, a claim in LJN might have been kind of like doubling up on that stuff together. Maybe. That might uh, be the reason why. So, no. So, oh, well? LJN was closed out by a claim. LJN became a claim. Oh, so Acclaim got a hold of LJN. That was probably one of their final published games, and then they just closed down LJN. Uh, let me see. Because uh, LJN used to be a toy company back in the did. day. They did. They used to be a toy company. Um, they used to make they made games for the NES. Let's mm-hmm. see. During the time the company was owned by Acclaim, uh, LJN continued the same licensing direction, and then Acclaim eliminated LJN's toy division and reorganized it exclusively as a video game publisher. Oh. So they... Maybe LJN and Acclaim 
Uh, let me see here. Okay. LJN, along with Flying Edge and yeah. Arena Entertainment labels, the later two labels had published Acclaim's games to Sega's consoles, were folded into Acclaim. So okay. maybe they didn't own, maybe they owned them, but they maintained their independence. That could be. And, and then, then eventually they, and then they just, absorbed them. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, LJN, and it, and it's kind of interesting. If you look into, like, the history of the company, like, the guy who, who did, like, LJN, like, you know, like, first created LJN, like, sold the company off and then ended up making, I think it was Jack Pacific. Oh, it, really? Yeah, he ended up moving wow. on to, like, Jack Pacific and then ended up, like, selling that, too. Oh, so like, this just, guy knew what he was doing. He made money, built up something before it crashes or whatever, just sell it off. And, yeah, pretty much. Wow. This, this guy, even if he, like, brought, like, rot, he wrought garbage upon the world. Yeah. Guy knew what he was doing, though. Yeah, I guess so. He was a businessman, man. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, well, I, I I might be crazy about that, but I'm pretty sure it was Jack Specific that I'm he not ended up, uh, it up doing. That's fine. No, that's cool. It's not that important. I <laughs> uh, now uh, I I I I definitely wanted to do a uh, a shout out to my uh, buddy Andy, uh, my you know one of my best friends when I was uh, growing up here, because we played this game a ton on mm-hmm. Sega Genesis, and we both were like super into Spider Man, and so uh, I definitely just want to like throw his name out there because I uh, uh, man, you know, we spent so much time playing this game and so much time getting into Spider Man and yeah. playing with the toys, and just like you and like your brother and stuff, like you know, getting all the comics and stuff. It was so much fun. It was a good time to it be was a Spider Man fan. And the cartridge was red. Yes, the Super Nintendo cartridge was red. No, the, Sega cartridge. Was it Sega too? Sega's cartridge was red too. Wow, I didn't know they that. Both I knew, red. I knew oh, so the, I remember the Sega one was red. I didn't know the SNES one. I think I, I must have had like a second printing because hmm. I think mine was black for Sega Genesis. Okay. But uh, I did I knew I knew for sure it was Super Nintendo had yeah. the red cartridge. Sega had the red one as well. I think that's I have the cool. red one at home. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Not many red cartridges out there. No, I, I can't think, think so. of any others off the top of my head. We say that, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm sh- I, I wouldn't be surprised if there were some others. Probably, but I. But yeah, this game is is great, and and the only thing again to do it justice would be for a retro relapse. Uh, well, I guess do you have any last party words on this game? Uh, you know what? Uh, I think I've said uh, everything I wanted to say. But uh, you said retro relapse. Yes, here it is. Jones in for a classic game. It's time for Retro Relapse on the Legend of Retro Podcast. Retro Relapse. So it only makes sense since we did Maximum Carnage. Our Retro Relapse was Separation Anxiety. We played it on Super Nintendo. We did, and it feels just like maximum carnage it really does um, it's it's a pretty uh just sequel i i think the mechanics are still there i i i yeah i i i I enjoyed it. Like when I was younger, I remember renting it and not liking it as much. And I think it might just be because it's tougher. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was a more difficult game. I feel like you you took a lot more damage from enemy hits. There was no difficulty setting you could play with, at least not that I we saw or that I remember. No, and uh, this one follows the storyline of Venom's first limited series, which is Venom Lethal Protector. Oh um, yeah, because it's a uh, uh, a bunch of symbiotes are like broken off from Venom, and they become their own. Like they take over people, and like they they're a bunch of different like villains. Right. Yep. Yep. So you're fighting like the symbiote children. They're I think they're called in the comics. Um, but Venom's with you in mm-hmm. this game, fighting them, and uh, it's the same kind of thing: shooting webs out, beating up bad guys. Pretty standard beat 'em up. It's really a standard beat 'em up, and it it feels just as I don't know if it feels just as good as Maximum Carnage because of the because the storyline yeah. for, it, but it, it it's a great beat 'em up. I 
So so I played the game only a little bit. Yep. I never had the comics for the Separation Anxiety series or, or, uh, or Venom Lethal Protector. Yep. But you know what I did have? I had the toys of those different symbiotes. They were weird. They creepy. were real creepy. The they girl were awesome. one. The girl one with her hair. It looks like it's on fire. Yeah, that one was kind of um, cool. And then Carnage, obviously. My um, favorite was the one with like I don't remember his name. Uh, I'm gonna you, look him up. Yeah, so take a look. Take a look. He had, he's like his like legs were like real real long and so like he and he like hunched over and he had like four arms and like the the toy of him had his arms that i think like shot out like from his chest and he was really creepy looking he was awesome he was so cool he was one of my favorite toys when i was a kid i i really really enjoyed him so there was let's see Mm -hmm. toxin I remember the name. Anti-Venom, but that's late, way later on. That's oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Dreadface? That's a Dread weird face. one. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, here we go. Scream, Lasher, Phage, and Agony. Oh, that's it. Those um, are the names. Scream was the girl. Uh-huh. And I can't remember. I'm trying to look up a picture of them right now. Um, try, to, try to jog your memory there. Yeah. Yeah, they, they looked so cool, though. I, I really, really enjoyed those uh, those toys when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, I, I only rented the game uh, when I was a kid, uh, maybe once or twice, Separation Anxiety. And uh, I, I did enjoy it. It just, I feel like it was quite a bit tougher, so I, I had a harder time getting into it. Uh, it was it was one of those games that was kind of frustrating to, to only rent because it was like a game that required a lot of practice to play, you know? Yeah, and you wanted to play with two people. So, yeah. like, it... it it wasn't as fun with by yourself. No, absolutely not. And and that's the thing. A lot of beat 'em ups are I wouldn't say they're not fun in one player mode, but like they're so much better when you're playing two player. Right. And let's face it, sometimes if you're running a game, you know, and you know a friend's coming over, maybe that game's not available. Maybe you you know there's another game you want to get or something, you know. Um, I think maybe Lasher. Was that him? Lasher. I I oh, I don't know. It's really hard it. to tell on the real quick search here. Um. Uh, you know, I don't think it was Lasher because the dude had like four actual arms. Okay. Oh well. well oh, you're thinking of Doppelganger? No, no. He, he Doppelganger had definitely one of the symbiotes. Really? Yeah. Now I'm going to debate this with you because I'm going to look it up. Oh, by all means. It was certainly not Doppelganger. Okay. I know what Doppelganger All looks right. like. That's six arms, I, not four Is it six? Arms. Okay. I had his toy, too, and his, his toy was, was the weirdest cool. one. His was Because cool. you could pose his arms up and down, and it came with like this weird like pod uh, snapper, too. Oh. It was like a symbiote egg that like ate stuff. It was weird. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I, I remember the toy pretty well. I thought Doppelganger was always pretty cool, but uh, no, it was one of the different symbiotes. I, oh, I, right. well, I don't remember. It's, yeah, you know, they're there. there but it the, doesn't really matter. The game, the game is great. Game was fun. Um, I'd probably give it like a. I'd probably give it a nice seven. Six, or seven? Seven, not a six or seven? I th- I, uh, six and a half, maybe. Yeah, I would say around six, six to six and a half. I, I think it's a fun beat em up. I certainly don't think it's like the best beat em up out there. No, but you'll enjoy it. You'll oh, have yeah. fun. The music's good. It's Spider Man. There's It has characters that show up in it. Captain mm-hmm. America. I think Daredevil is in this one. Ghost Rider. They show up as like support characters. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, you're fighting the other symbiotes. It's, it's a lot of more of the same, just mm-hmm. in a different. Uh, format. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm definitely glad we we touched base not only on Maximum Carnage but also yes. uh, Separation Anxiety. That was kind of fun. And, and like I will say, Spider-Man games prior to this as well were not that great. 
No, they really weren't. They started. There, there they, is a Spider-Man game for the for the C, Sega CD that I th- want to make an episode at one point. So, just just to well, set I it guess up there. we'll look forward to that. Oh yes. Oh, oh. yes. Oh, I know I, you love the Sega CD. It has all your favorites on there: Jurassic Park, Jurassic oh, Park, Jurassic Park, oh, Sonic CD, Jurassic Park. God. Oh. Yeah. So, I need to wash that bad taste out of my mouth with some good tasting music That's for our right. Nintendo music bracket. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty uh, excited about this uh, first song here. Uh, we have chops. Uh, it's, it's kind of a weird, obscure one. So hello kitty world. Yeah. This one's weird. I, I would not have considered this one. Now we'll play the song in a moment. The music is technically done by Hirokazu Tanaka. Uh-huh. The same guy who did balloon fights music weird and that's because this game is a port of a game boy game called balloon kid which was composed by hirokazu tanaka who did the music it was like essentially the game boy version of balloon fighter but what's weird is they took balloon fight they ported it to game boy then they took that game and ported it back to the nintendo and put a hello kitty like face paint wow. on it basically. i wonder if it was cheaper to get that than it was probably balloon fighter i i don't know and, and it's weird because like sanrio the company that like owns hello kitty yeah and all those characters and stuff that are associated with it had like a line of like nintendo games that basically was like them like borrowing the like other nintendo games and just like essentially like repainting them in like hello kitty weird and yeah it's a real bizarre but uh uh but hirokazu tanaka is is one of mine and xander's like favorite composers of all time and uh it'll it'll definitely sound familiar to you so let's go ahead and play it Stage one and stage eight music. I I, uh, I don't know if I would ever. I, I I don't think I've ever played a Hello Kitty game in my life. Uh, honestly, I've never really either. Uh, and and when we were uh, uh, you know uh, looking into music and stuff, it was just like, oh, what the heck is this? What is what is this? Yeah. It was such a weird find, and, and so I I think we felt like it just really had to go in there. Uh, so so yeah, that was uh, from Hello Kitty World, mm-hmm. a pretty obscure one out there. But you can definitely tell 
it's the same guy who did the balloon fight music. It's yeah. so very similar. In fact, the game itself is, because the game itself is a port, it's basically like Balloon Fighter, but with Hello Kitty. So it's adorable. <laughs> so it's adorable. <laughs> so it's adorable. All right, what's the next one? Next one, we have uh, uh, the song uh, Green Greens yes. from Kirby's Adventure, which is uh, composed by Hirokazu Ando and Yon Ishikawa. Uh, who I really, really love Yoni Shikawa's work. His yes. uh, his uh, music for uh, Kirby Superstar on Super Nintendo is awesome, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I think this is a pretty pretty classic uh, Nintendo song that yeah. I think a lot of people will know. So let's just go ahead and jump right into it. song is so so happy so upbeat it, it's funny because i it, i didn't really realize it until we played them back to back but essentially this is a competition between two nintendo remixes of game boy songs yeah because it is, isn't green it? greens yeah. was originally on kirby's uh dreamland for yeah. game boy hello kitty worlds was originally balloon kid for game boy yep. so this is a competition between two remixed nintendo well do two remixed Game Boy songs for Nintendo. Yes. How cool is that? It's it's great. Uh, it's a really unique happenstance. It's yeah. not not planned out. I don't yeah, when we did the the brackets here, it was all pretty random. Yeah. Uh so uh as far as that goes, uh you know, it's it's and I mean I, I definitely want to touch base a little bit more about the the Kirby's Adventure song because yes. that song is so awesome and it's, it's so, so iconic fun. to Kirby. It's like it's such an adventure song. It is. Like like I just picture somebody like jogging through the woods and then you have this person with a flute by him going <laughs> do, 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 like like narrating their adventure. Like it's almost like a Monty Python skit in my head that <laughs> on how like joyful and fun and over the top it seems. It's yeah, it's a, a really, really awesome song. And uh I, I would be very, very surprised if the Kirby song doesn't win. I would be very surprised. It's Kir- everyone loves Kirby. Yes, and uh, uh, it's it's a really really well known song. Yes, and honestly, it's it's just a really awesome composition. Like I really like the other one, the the one from uh, Hello Kitty World as well. Uh, you know, technically from Balloon Kid, if you want to you know, get technical there. But yeah. uh, uh, but I mean, they're they're both such good songs, and yeah. It's going to be tough. Uh, I don't know if we've had one bracket so far for this matchup. It's been this tough. You know, you might be right. I, 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 I think we've probably they're had, not as because 
because there's been lots of different like styles that we've been gone up against each other. And while these may be different in, in uh, complexity, mm-hmm. I guess of their songs, they're so similar of their of their background yeah. and and kind of the funness to them. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're both very upbeat and poppy kind yeah. of uh, uh, songs there. So I, I'll I'll be very interested. I I feel like this is going to be a great indicator to find out whether or not. You know, people are voting just on nostalgia alone. You know, I I feel like this will be a really great way to take a look into it because I I really want to know what everyone's thinking when it comes to these. Why do you want to know so much, Craig? You want to just I just like to know. You just want to make sure that you you know they're doing it right. They're 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 making the right choices. Or everyone's choice is the right choice because it's what they're they're voting. The game more that they're choosing because the music's better. I that's what I want to know. I think that's really interesting. I want to know if someone like because it's video game music. Yeah, but. To me, and, and like Xander, and, and I think even yeah. know, to an extent you, video game music is still really awesome. Like It's still great. So it makes me wonder, are people listening to this and just thinking like, oh, it's beeps and boops, so I, I'm going to choose this game because I like this game better. Mm-hmm. And that's fine if people are. I just want to know because it's just, I don't know, I really like to know people's opinion of music and stuff. So it's really fun to, to be able to like see how people are voting, like how the votes swing, yeah. you know? And so it's it's just, I really want to know and definitely leave it in the comments too, you know, when, Why when you, you choose know. it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let us know the reason, you know, if it is just because you, you like Hello Kitty World better, like you, you grew up with the game or something, yeah. I don't know. Like, But uh, let us know, absolutely, because uh, it's it's definitely interesting, you know, to, to get everyone's different opinion on it and the reasoning why, yeah. you know, because like when we did the like the character battles, I think it was I think it was Dwight. I might not I might not be remembering right, but I'm pretty sure it was Dwight had uh, posted that he was voting for the hero from Dragon Quest Eight because we're, he was wearing a do rag. He was like, I think that's awesome, <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, that's not really the point of it. But like, the more I thought about it, it was like, who cares? Well, well if you don't know the characters and you're just looking at them, it's yeah. like, okay, well, I like the way this one looks better, and that's fine. Like, that's totally cool. And so it's it's you know, it's kind of I just I like to know why people are voting. That's why I'm you know putting so much pressure on that. I just want to know. know. I know. You know. I love how you're invested. How invested you are. Of it. I am. It's it's incredibly interesting. Like, no matter what song eventually wins, whether it's one I threw out there or not, it's still going to be really interesting because I want to know. Is it like the nostalgia of the music? Is it the the game it's from? Is it just the composition itself? I just really want to know because it's, I don't know, it's super interesting, mm-hmm. right? It, it's not as interesting for me oh, okay. as you, but no, I, I like the idea of, uh, for me, music is kind of defining of your interests mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, oh, and, yeah. and especially in video games, um, a lot of games you remember based on the sensory things you have, and music is the primary sensory thing you have with a video game. It, um, yeah, it can be really big. You know, it floods the the music floods the images into your head of what mm-hmm. you've been playing. So, I I'm interested to see and hear about. Oh, I played this game when I was a kid, and I played it all the time with the speakers in a lot of setting. Uh-huh. And my my brother, or sister, or my mom, or dad, or whoever would just tell me to lower it because it's too loud. Or you know, like I want to hear the stories behind it, it, it whether it's nostalgia or whether it's uh, musicality of the song. Mm-hmm. It's cool, but to me, I just I, I like to hear how you came to choosing that based on like what your experiences is with that song. If it's just you'd like it better than the other one, then that's fine too. But oh yeah, yeah. absolutely, and and I think that is pretty interesting stuff we we de- chops and i and and 
Xander included. Definitely want to hear everyone's opinions. So yeah. definitely jump on the Facebook page. You know, especially when we have these uh, weekly, uh, uh, you know, contests. Of course, you know, between these uh, songs in the brackets. You let us know why you're choosing the songs. Uh, you know, uh, drop your opinions on the songs. Uh, jo- you know, join us on the Discord. Uh, you know, you can find that on uh, uh, GameZillaMedia.com. Check out our other podcasts, of course, and uh, you know, jump on uh, Patreon if you're interested in supporting the show. Yeah, find some people that you think would enjoy all the things GameZilla Media brings to you, uh, including the new show Noobs and Dragons, which isn't as new as it was when it first started, <laughs> but it's still hot as ever. It so, is. It's pretty hot. I, I People are liking it. Yeah, so give it a give it a listen. It's uh, where myself, Craig, Jay, and Jazzy play at Dungeons and Dragons for the first time. You have been a long time DM for oh, it, but a long time. Uh, it, we're newbies, so it's a lot of fun to play and we think people enjoy it, whether you're a D&D fan or not. It's a great story to listen to. Yeah. I, I definitely am having a ton of fun with uh, with you guys doing this uh, podcast. So definitely check that out. And uh, and by all means, you know, if if you're digging the Legend of Retro, mm-hmm. let your friends know. Yeah. Dro- yeah, drop a line to them. Show, have your buddies listen to this because uh, uh, we definitely want to, you know, uh, 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 impact as many people as we can here. Yeah, and let us know what you like about the show, what you don't like. Maybe there's some things that you want to hear on the episodes. Uh, we would love to hear your input. Absolutely. Definitely let us know. Uh, you know, jump on that Discord and, uh, uh, you know, keep us posted about uh, everything. And uh, otherwise, uh, Chops, is there anything else uh, we have uh, in parting for our uh, friends here? Nope. Well, I think we'll see everybody uh, next time around. Yep. When, when the legend, legend continues. continues.